Peace, family. It's your girl, TT, from your favorite podcast, TT Talks, not Titty Talks. <laughs> yeah, I still are cracking me up about that. But yeah, I'm back again. Have another beautiful show lined up for you. So much stuff happening in the world. I just want to talk about that real quick before we hop into this podcast. Uh, in Ignit the News, Kanye West is acting a damn fool again. Um, but you know, I, I made the decision to, uh, step back from this situation and not say anything about it because, you know, he likes attention. Um, and we don't always have to pay attention to him. You know, he's, he's a bit of a troll and, uh, a little, little bit egotistical and a little bit high strung. And, uh, you know, he loves the attention and we just need to just not give it to him, you know, unless he's doing something meaningful, which he's not. So it's, all you know, just ignore the brother. But my, my, my good friend, his name is Allende Madzimoyo. He put a post up today. Um, and I thought it was so beautiful and, 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 and insightful. And so I'm going to actually read the post to y'all and, when I'm all done, you're going to understand why I wanted to read this to you. So here we go. Allende. He says, okay, y'all, I'm not on this celebrity kick. Your boy's a fool searching for attention, whatever. Don't really want to spend time on him. It's a provocative question though. Captivity as a choice? Sure it was. A long series of complex, layered, excruciating, unfathomable choices individual choices, family choices, larger collective choices. We chose many diverse courses of action throughout our captivity. The nature of many of these choices changes over generations as our perception and cultural reference shifted. Other choices recycled throughout the generations. We chose to resist, to fight, to escape, to die, to surrender, to compromise to tuck the flame of liberation deep down, to pass the flame on for future deep down, to pass the flame on for future generations to actualize. We chose to pray, we chose. The problem is when we simplify our captured ancestors choosing or perceive their choices as weak, shit. There's a great power in those choices. We stand on the shoulders of those choices. Many of the same choices lie before us today. The brother would do well to mind his own choices. We all would. What choices are we making? Have we learned from our ancestors' myriad choices? Our choosing today informed by their choosing? Which of our ancestors' choices have been bequeathed to us? Which of them have we actualized? Which have we betrayed? Just some thoughts. So thank you, Brother Allende, for your words. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Brother Ayyidne summed it up exquisitely. And that's all the attention I'm going to give to that brother at this time. Moving forward on this show, it's another section uh, of me talking about my trip to Ghana. I have two awesome brothers who I interviewed today. This is kind of an extended show because I just wanted y'all to get all of this black mad magic at one time you have to get this double dose of black man magic black man joy i love 
every minute I had to kick it with these brothers, it was wonderful, it was laid back, it was chill, it was insightful. Just wonderful men folk, and they're doing their thing, and they're living their destiny. What's not to love about that? I got brother Anwan Glover, you know him as Slim G from The Wire, also know him from The Deuce, and as a founding member of Backyard Band out of DC. And then we have Brother Diallo Sumbri, organizer extraordinaire, bomb, bomb. <laughs> Wonderful brother, he's doing big things in DC and in Ghana, and he is the one who organized my trip to Ghana. So I definitely had to, you know, have him on the show so he could talk about that with y'all. Y'all are gonna love the show. I can't wait to hear your feedback. I want you to enjoy. Peace family, it's TT from TT Talks. I'm here in Ghana doing big things with big people. We having a good time, having a ball. Um, just left the show at Labadi Beach uh, in Accra and I'm here with, with Big G from 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 backyard band. Yeah. Baddest band in the land. Yeah, they got they gotta give us our crown now, baby. Man, straight out of DC, <laughs> they doing big, beautiful things. And they've been doing it a long time. You know, I'm a country ass Florida girl, so you know, we don't have no nothing about no go-go. I ain't nobody go-go until I really went to college and you know the whole DMV crew took yeah. over FAMU and you know you they know. they got everybody <laughs> up to speed. Cause you know yeah. we're gonna be late to the party. You know. But that's okay. So, you know, Talk to, for the, for my, my folks out there, because, you know, I got a lot of country folks that listen to. Hey, talk family. a little Yeah, talk a little about um, just just go-go music and, and how all, yeah. you know, the group came together. Oh, man, go-go music, man. You already know it started with Chuck Brown, man, mm -hmm. putting it down. Godfather, go-go back in the day with Need Some Money, Bustin' Loose, all those favorite tunes. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I fell in love with the, the sound. Mm -hmm. And just following behind the junkyard, the legendary junkyard band that was signed with Def Jam Records back in the day. So you know what I mean. I I I, I was in, fell in love with that sound, the look, how they put their self together every day. So we named our band Backyard, and we put together the band. We've been together like twenty some years, pushing and cranking in the DMV, going all the way. We played for HBO in New Orleans, we played in New York City, but nothing is like touching the motherland. That's right. Yeah. That's so right. We ain't Ghana right now. We ain't Ghana. I just had the opportunity. Shout out to Diallo Sumbri of the Adinkra oh, group. Shout out to my brother. The Master Diallo, Core man. Engagement oh, Officer. Man. He put it together. He been he been talking about it for years, man. Mm -hmm. And um he finally made it come true. But just just with determination and willpower and just the love for it and knowing that he had a mission to carry out mm -hmm. and he knocked it down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, knocked it out the park. You know, we, yeah. we began the series with the uh with the first show and got to sunlight to the top of the um slave dungeon. I was like, our ancestors, our forefathers, they could not they didn't have the chance to run out of the dungeon like I had. And it was just crazy just to be there and mm -hmm. for us to perform right there, which no band have ever done before. We really made history this weekend. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. We definitely made history and made a really, <coughs> um, really dope impact um, in the community, just as, in the same way that they have impacted us. Yeah, you know, they've, they've, it's been a, a true exchange of, um, of cultures and just mutual respect. 
uh, all the instrumentalists, uh, uh, the drum, the you know, the, the traditional drummers was getting down. Oh, with, he got on stage with us and everything. The yeah. little kids in the village, they fell in love with it, with the towels and the screaming BYB for life and. How they feel to have some kids oh, from Ghana screaming BYB for life? It, it was like my heart, my heart dropped because yeah. they was just like really loving it, and they followed us to the van after it was over. They was like, "We going with y'all." We were, and then the other little guy said, "We small, are we." I was like, "Well," he said, "We so small for nobody. We can't go that far." Okay. I was like, Damn, I, I mean, I really wanted the kids to go so. We're going to hook up something for next year where we can try to get a bunch of those young kids, man, to come and travel with us to Labadi Beach. Yeah. Next year, yeah. That'll be, that'll be dope. You know, it'll be really dope if we could get some of them kids to D.C., you know? Man, super dope. They the, really the, let them see yeah. what they see on TV. A lot of them watch Washington on TV, mm-hmm. and we have so much more to give us besides the... Capitol and the White House and all that. We got mm-hmm. little hood places just Absolutely. where they live at, where kids going through the same mm-hmm. thing they going through, but not as rough. Yeah. See, right here, the kids in Ghana have really nowhere and no one to look up to half of the time. Like, they got a lot of leaders and people doing powerful stuff here, but a lot of them are tucked off in the rural areas and all they know is work all day, work all day. Half mm-hmm. of them can't afford to go to school. So it's just a lot with that whole situation. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And so, you know, we went from there, and then uh, we had, uh, we were, uh, we were able to be in the presence of the Queen Mother. The Queen Mother. And that Papa. was that was like super awesome. We spoke a little bit. Yeah. And just to see the Queen Mother, you know, right there on her throne and letting her, letting us know that we, she accepts us. Being in her presence was just awesome. It's awesome. And what did yeah. you think about the traditional drumming at that ceremony? Oh man, it was crazy. They was cranking, wasn't they? Was cranking. <laughs> <laughs> I see the school kids right there, and they was just like, "Hey, what's up?" Like we were just superstars to them, and it's like they really appreciate us being right there in the mm-hmm. village that day. That was a beautiful day. Super had a ball, and I'm just gonna rewind real quick because I'm just gonna put this on record and let everybody know. <laughs> that, that Big G, my cousin. Yes, we are. We 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 did the ancestry test, and we both are coming from the Mende people of Sierra Leone. And we are the strongest running tribe in Sierra Leone, Mende, and we run it. We we were one of the tribes that didn't back down from anybody. Mm-hmm. Homestead boasts the blood diamonds, everything. I'm not proud of the blood diamonds part because a lot of our kids are dying over there with that situation where they had to go in those holes and get those diamonds for everybody to stay shining. Mm-hmm. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, but we got a lot to learn. And me and my cousin here, yeah. going to be going to the motherland. Oh, the you other already side. know. We're going we gonna to work this thing out. We're going to yeah. be in, we gonna be in Mende Land. And uh, shout out to, uh, you know, the brother Isaiah Washington. Yeah, he's our cousin too. He's our cousin too. Yeah. He's our cousin too. And not only that, he's also a citizen of Sierra Leone. He has yeah. a Sierra Leone passport and he has land there. Right, and that's why I said I ain't want to really do the citizenship too early. No, 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 no. We got to do ours on our own side. There's stuff that we have to do definitely. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's really good to know that if you want it, it can be obtained. You know? Anytime. You just got to push and yeah. go do it. Man. But I recommend that people just come and visit. Don't yeah, even make just, no decisions. Yeah, don't even make no decisions. Just come see what you like, what you will love it. Because the people right here in Ghana, they are, 
They're so, man, nice and it's so beautiful, man. You just got to really feel it and see it yourself. I can't really tell you about it. You got to see it yourself. For sure, for sure, for sure. So, you know, what's talk about uh, what's next for, for, for Backyard, man? Oh, man, we're going to go home, man, and cut a um, few records. And we got this video coming. Um, it's called the Backyard 93 Prom. Mm -hmm. We're going to reenact the prom from 1993. Oh, shit. And then we're going to go off into the next song. Like, you remember how Hype Williams did do a video mm -hmm. and then they segue into the next song? Yeah. So we're going to do some stuff with some local artists in the city, get a bunch of stuff busted up. And um, me, we're still doing what I'm doing with my acting and everything of that. You know, it's, it's just uh, everyday push for me. Yeah. When I wake up, it's nonstop. It's amazing, I, and I can't wait to hear it because you know I'm I'm a fairly new uh, backyard fan. You know, uh, Diallo is the one who actually took me <laughs> to backyard, and so of course I'm right. like, okay, I'm going all this way to see these people. Yeah. Let me see what happened. Man, I fooled around and found some stuff on YouTube, cleaned my house twice. Yeah, you know it. Here we gonna that thing was out. bumping. <laughs> Had the whole house shaking. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is it right yeah, here. I can't it, wait man. to see this live. This so it. Yeah. it was just mad exciting. So I'm really excited because I'm actually gonna be really closely following y'all now. Like if you I'm in DC you. and the yeah, show is popping, I'm coming. We family. You gotta. Come on and tune in and, and walk with you know I'm gonna take care of you. Oh man, listen, I'm excited. I'm excited. So talk a little bit about about your acting. You know, you yeah, man. Well, you know, a lot of people know me as Slim Charles on the Wire. Mm -hmm. I played. Uh, I had like 28, 29 episodes on there. Mm -hmm. um, I've been on Law Order two episodes. Um, been on Elementary, Ugly Betty, Twelve Years a Slave, Little Small Road. Now I'm on a current new show called The Deuce. Mm -hmm. HBO and I play a kid named Leon that owns an all-day diner. You watch me and I just got called back for season two on that. So y'all stay tuned. You got if you ain't watched it yet, you got to binge watch it because I don't want to give it up. Um, I'm in a play called What Your Man Won't Do, playing the lead in that. Lincoln Theater in DC, right next to Ben's Chili Bowl. Oh, nice. Um, March 31st, 8 p.m. And um, I just auditioned for a bunch of other stuff, waiting to see what's up. I did a movie uh, a few months back called Prospect in Seattle. I'll be going to South by Southwest to the film festival. We got picked up. I'll be there March 10th. I get back for a couple of days, and I got to shoot right to Texas. On the move. On the move, man. Brother got shit to do. Yeah. And, and I love it. I love it. I love to see, you know... Uh, our black people who are in the arts doing their thing performing expanding you know what i'm saying but still making sure that they're reaching back into the communities and pulling people That's along with them it's a beautiful beautiful thing um and it's it's i'm glad to be here i'm glad yeah y'all I, I was just i was just telling some of the band members i said y'all don't fool around and got you a for real fan hey, it's, 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 it's love man. it's about to be, be and it's like every because i've been okay i've been able to see three shows in a row yeah, and you know i'm able to be very very close up i can move around the stage and stuff so yeah the, see what's really happening with right, it. The culture right. of exactly. fans, like this this reenact exactly it's like, it's like another show within a show when you're sitting yeah. up because like with the first show I'm looking at the overall thing. I'm listening because my ears are sharp. I hear everything. Right, yeah. So the first show, I'm really listening to a lot of the lyrics. I'm listening to the melodies. Right, Y'all yeah. got some singing folks up yeah, in they, there. They can go, you know? Oh, yes. man. And you up there, you know, doing with your laid back style yeah, and, and you know freestyling. It's, it, you you know? That. We still got a lot more because we all the band members couldn't make it. Right. <clears throat> There's a lot of stuff going on, but we got right. a whole nother full deck when we get back. That's amazing. You know, we'll let it in. 
and then you'll be able to interview us more, and then we'll be able For to sure. share more. With oh, them. absolutely! Yeah. I, I I totally get it. Yeah. And fooled around the next show, <laughs> I was able to get into the back of the stage where right. the action was happening. Yeah, the party. The percussion section is freaking amazing. Yeah, they they just the ain't nothing but pocket on top of pockets on top, top of, of pockets. pockets. It was just really and just to hear all of the. Um, the int- the intricacies, you know, to hear all of the the, the polyrhythms, and, yeah. you know, and we in the place where it all began, yeah. and it, it it was just really beautiful to to hear. Please tell me the brother, the the set drummer, the set drummer. Earth. Okay. The drummer, yeah, that's yeah, Earth, yeah, yeah. And Sauce, who's also our cousin, Sauce, cousin, that's Sauce. Our cousin Sauce, cousin Keith. Mambo Sauce. Yeah, you know it. He doing his he thing. He doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, both incredible percussionists, and they just feeding off each other, and then we're bringing the traditional beautiful. drummers in. And so tonight, I was able to kind of get on the right side, on the top of the stage, because I was yeah. up on that balcony. Yeah, that reggae guy. Listen, there, man, he he did it up. Oh, he he did, he did. Yeah, he did a good and performance then, with us. And when I was there, I was able to really hear the bass and the keyboards, and so I was able to kind of hear. Because it was behind the band. That's uh-huh. what, that's what I feel every night. And man, <clears> so <throat> I'm able to really listen intently to each kind of one. One of them sections and they just they come together so well so you know i know my my dmv people probably already know so you know this this message is not for you i already know y'all been on to them for the last 20 years you ain't gotta you ain't gotta fuss at me about it but for my people that don't know you know go get get them where can they find you where they can buy your music because you know we gotta well, support well, our we got stuff on um, itunes um last couple of pieces that came out the antidote antidote 2 you know what I mean? We got more stuff coming out. And uh, we got a live CD coming out. Oh, yeah. In a few months. We just put some stuff together. But y'all stay tuned. Y'all can catch me on And One Glove on Instagram. And One Big G Glove on Facebook. Backyard Band. Straight B A Y C K Y A R D. Y'all already know what it is. And then on Facebook, we had to change the um, backyard page to And One Glover backyard because they were saying we had to do the name change and all that but it'll slip back over in a month okay but that's what we're doing yep awesome and that's awesome. all the all the sites you can follow me on and we turned up also my birthday party echo stage this year we bringing all the old members back we're gonna do a big man first reunion we had so y'all stay tuned it's gonna be a huge reunion and y'all be y'all get ready it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. Let's get it. Well, Big G Cousin, I thank you so much for, for taking Anytime, time out. Family. It's good to be here in the motherland with you. It's good to it's connect good. with you in the motherland. So, you know, anytime I run into you in the city, it's going to be all love for sure. You already know. All right. Peace. Thanks for rocking with you. Peace TV. from Ghana. <laughs> yeah. Man, shout out to Anwan Glover. He's the coolest cat around, man. He's super cool energy. And um, I'm just wishing him much success uh, in his acting endeavors. I'm wishing much success to the Backyard Band. And uh, anytime y'all in D.C., you got to check these brothers and sisters out. They are phenomenal. But we're going to move forward with this interview with Diallo Sumbri of the Adinkra Group. Y'all are not going to want to miss this. So sit tight and enjoy this next segment. Peace, family. Thank you for tuning in. The TT Talks, TT is here in D.C. having a ball with my main man, Diallo Sumbri. I know, my brother, my brother, I'm recording right now. Cool. 
All right, cool. Thank you. Can we leave this in? Can we leave this in as a part of the interview? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure, we can leave it in, my <laughs> Hey, you know, we keep it funky. But I'm here, TT Toss, with my main man, Diallo Sumbri. I know y'all have tuned into the show. You heard the, the beautiful interview with, with Anwan Glover from Backyard Band talking about Ghana. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful interview with, with Dr. Gina Page from African Ancestry talking about ancestry. So now I'm here with the with the brother who organized and put it all together with Diallo Sumbri. Holla at me. How you doing, brother? Bing bong. I'm doing all my interviews like hip hoppers. Like <laughs> Do I'm it that way. Artist. After after everything I say, I'm gonna say bing bong. Do it. It's gonna make it's gonna make this shit live. Man, bing, bong. there's just so much going on with with Diallo. He is the the spearhead behind the Miracle on 34th Street. Yes, ma'am. The Adinkra Cultural Arts Center and and and, and space. The yes, Adinkra Group. Talk first of all. Before we even get into all of that, I want you to talk to me a little bit about the term birthright. Birthright. So. Um, I mean, it came from our group, Fadafina Khan. We were looking for the name for our 10th anniversary concert in 2014. And we were just trying to find something meaningful, um, almost like a brand name or something that we could use. So I heard Birthright used somewhere in a conversation, something. Somebody said something about Birthright, and it just stuck out to me. So when I started to <clears throat> research Birthright and the idea of it, like, let me find out what the, I guess, the official meaning of birthright is and this, that, and the third. So, you know, I had to kind of scroll through three Google pages of mainly things about Israel and Jewish people mm -hmm. before I could get to the meaning. I was like, damn, they got, they SEO is on lock. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got, you type in birthright, you ain't, you ain't seeing nothing. So then I just kind of started feeling like, damn, well, if anybody should be talking about birthright or you know, connected to the idea of birthright as African people. Like, mm -hmm. you know, ooh, dang, we birthed the world. So as I started thinking about Africa being the central of the world and just how much development is happen happening in Africa, and honestly, sometimes in some places with black people, how Africa is still a dirty word, I'm like, hmm, you know what? Africa and all it has that, ha all it, that it has to offer is our birthright. So... <clears throat> Black people all around the world need to go to Africa, number one. You know, number two, they need to know that they need to go, not just to visit, but go because it's your birthright. So there are natural resources there. There are opportunities there. There are things there that belong to you. You just have to go get it. And, and it exists simply because you were born. I mean, we can't change the circumstances of history and our enslavement, but because you were born and you are of African descent, I believe that, you know, your birthright is greatness. I think where it came from is we were talking about some young people and them not understanding what their birthright was. And a lot of young people who are in bad situations, they sometimes feel like they were born to struggle. Mm -hmm. And they were born to go through all of this trauma and mm -hmm. born to just have a hard life. And it's just like, no, your birthright is not struggle. Your birthright is not hardness, toughness. Your birthright is, you know, kingship, queenship. It's royalty. It's living a good life. It's, mm -hmm. it's you know, it's wealth. It's abundance. It's... It's all of these things that, that, that we are. So I just kind of use that as, as one of my core values and just kind of I drive everything from that idea that it's my birthright to have a good life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he's bringing a different quality of life um, to all of us, and he's, he's really trying to bridge um, African Americans and continental Africans together, you know, 
that was a you know only the water really divides us really and uh, so you know that's the name of our album right right I know you know I I, I stole it I stole <laughs> it yeah only I stole water, it only only the water separates us that's right that's the I name stole of it Khan's first album but yeah it's and so I really want him on this platform so that y'all can hear and understand there is an alternative to what's going on and there's a lot of people I know who feel trapped. They feel like there's nothing they can do, but you know, they feel trapped because they don't have access to alternatives. And so what Brother Diallo and, and his movement and the community that supports him, their, their movement is all about bringing it in an accessible way, um, <clears throat> making it cool, giving it style, giving it swag, giving it you know flavor, making it palatable so that people can be like, right. you know what, I don't have to pour all my money into these institutions or, or these governments or these spaces. We can put it somewhere that's about us, that's ran by mm-hmm. us, um, and, and, and put our resources to work. So he has the Adinkra Group, so I'm gonna have you talk a little bit about the Adinkra okay. Group. How's that, how, how's that going? How's so that going? The Adinkra Group, that's, that's our company, our umbrella organization. The Adinkra Group is an African cultural resource company. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do four things. We um, own and operate a Dinker Cultural Art Studio currently located in Mount Rainier, Maryland. We manage Fatafina Khan, the Sound of Africa, and an intergenerational West African drum and dance company. Uh, we produce our annual concert every year called Birthright. Um, that and when is that? Is gonna, that's always the third weekend in August. And it's third the third weekend, in, weekend August. in August to honor one of our elders, Jolly Jimo Koyate, mm-hmm. who's one of our first teachers um, who began teaching us to West African drum and dance. He was a Jolly, a griot. Um, so he really gave us a lot of the culture and the protocol in, in Malinke society that we, we kind of learned from him. And the other thing we do are birthright journeys, which are trips, custom or individual planned trips to connect people from here with uh, from the U.S. with the African continent. So, you know, a dinker comes from a dinker symbols, um, <clears throat> and it means the work that we were born to do. So, you know, we're happy that we've been able to make a business out of doing our life's work. So this is not something that, you know, it's, it's easier to get up and go to work when it's, it's purposeful for you and um, it's what you feel like you are here to do. That's the mission you got to accomplish while you in a human form, bing bong. Bing bong. Told you I'm a. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, you got to do it at least five more times before the end of the show. Basically, this what this what this gentleman is doing. He's he's creating this cultural brokerage firm. There you go. You know what I'm saying? There Whatever you, you need, you need some drummers. We got you. We need yep. people to make you know costumes and traditional got clothes. You. We got you. We need people to make you know do some music. Got you. Some builders, we got it. You know, we you want to come to Africa, we got it. You want to build a house in certain got places, get some lands, land. we got, got it. it, we got it. So, you know, it's really branching out into some really fantastic areas, areas where a lot of times, particularly African Americans, we're really deficient in. We're really yep. deficient in having some authentic cultural spaces. We're really deficient in um, having our own apparel, our own, you know, clothing mm-hmm. and, and, and how we express ourselves through how, how we dress. We're always representing other labels right. and, and other things like that. <clears throat> and he's bringing the opportunity to invest in something outside of systems that are trying to tear you down. And so, you know, I, I really encourage y'all to, you know, not only um, 
you know, follow what he's doing. Um, what's some hashtags people can hit you up? Hashtag at? back to Africa. Back to Africa. Hashtag engage your core. Engage your core. Is the, <laughs> listen, engage your core. Hashtag engage your core. Hashtag That'll give you, engage your core. Yes. I guarantee you look up engage your core, you're going to see me. You're going to find everything with engage your core. Because I put that on everything. It's um, a brilliant. Um, back to Africa. Hashtag um, ACAS, A-C-A-S, Adinkra Cultural Arts Studio. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on all social media at the Adinkra Group, T-H-E-A-D-I-N-K-R-A Group. Um, Fadafina Khan, F-A-R-A-F-I-N-A-K-A-N. Easiest thing to do is go to the Adinkra Group webpage and you'll get everything from there. Yeah. Um, once you follow us on one place, you know, we follow back. Mm-hmm. We're really active on social media. Shouts out um, to Kelly Davidson of Kelly Maven Media, oh, Kelly, social sis. media manager, What's up, Kelly? my publicist. And I just met this sis that. on our recent trip to Ghana. Sis is dope, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my homie. That's my homie. She so, did. you know, it's good to also be able to work with other people who see your vision, see your mission, they support. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good to, you know, even reach back. You know, I haven't been at the Sankofa Conference in years. Um, but it was just like, you know what? Now that I got this thing and I'm doing this, let me come back and and drop in what I'm what I'm doing. What you're you know working what I mean? on. Let me come in and drop in. So yeah, it's. But I'm telling you, what people don't get is you get it. Everybody gets it eventually. But when you find your purpose, when you find your true purpose, very few things will stand in your way. Mm-hmm. You will look to resolve any past issues you've had with other people if you need to get around or through that person to get to something that you need that's associated with your mission. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're you're going to, you know, and then the universe also starts to conspire in your favor and things start happening because you've aligned yourself with the universe, right? Why? Because the universe is partially responsible for assigning you this mission. Mm -hmm. So now it begins to open all of the doors that were already waiting for you, you know? So there are so many things that are waiting for us to just fall in line so that they can be given to us. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So a lot of times when people say it was written, I don't know if they really understand what they mean. So mm-hmm. if you say it was written, then that's you're basically saying that if all of these things were meant to be, then why don't a lot of these things happen sometimes for some people, right? They don't happen because those people didn't kind of fall into place as they should have. But when you fall into what your line is, when you fall into what your birthright is, then all of those things that were written will come to come will come to pass. They'll come Absolutely. they'll come true because it was written for you, but you might be in the wrong book or the wrong story. <laughs> right. In the wrong part of the library. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. Okay. Um, I wanna talk about the I wanna talk about the event you recently did in Ghana with the Black Panther premiere in Ghana. Yeah. Talk a little bit about yeah. that. Because people, you know, the vast majority of black folks really have a very positive response to the movie right. across the world because you know right. we went to go see black panther while we was in right. ghana, too. Was in ghana y'all and went. then you had was I? I was working you was working running i ain't go with y'all i wish but i would have went it but. was you know just people are really resonating with it and then there's a few people who have some very interesting things to say and i don't like to focus too much on them but i mm-hmm. think um for some of them like you were just saying in your presentation earlier people are missing the cultural impact yes. of this movie it's like look okay it's a fiction right but that $1.467 billion ain't fiction. No. That it made across the world. The fact that more black people than 
There has what other world event has brought black people closer to Africa and African culture at least than this? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like and and it's like and it's not like it's not like anything bad is happening. That that's the crazy thing about people who talking out the side of their face. It's like, why are you upset that people are getting closer to African culture? Right. Okay, even if it's for a day. Like what what, what? you know, everybody if you weren't born into it, you discovered it mm-hmm. at some point, right? And something led you to discover it. So for a lot of people it maybe is Black Panther. You know, and it's just like when you look at all that's happening in the world, I mean, why shouldn't we, why not embrace um, a movie that depicts positive images, positive societies, protocol, order, you know, mm-hmm. so many things. And that and, and that excites other black people about Africa and being black. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, Absolutely. so you just got a whole bunch of people happy to be black. People walking around Wakanda forever. Some people don't even greet you with a dap no more. They ain't, if you don't throw up your exes, <laughs> they might pull your pull your black card. You know right, what I mean? Right. You ain't throwing up the walk with the Wakanda forever exes. So it's like, yo, mm-hmm. let's ride this wave, man. Let's be yeah. really happy that we got this number yo. of people interested in African culture. It's, you know? It's and it's beautiful. Like since that movie's come out, my M because you know, people follow me on social media and I have people from varying points of just involvement in African culture. Some people, they have none. Some people I know were born in it. And the people who don't have any when they see me, because they know I go back right. and forth and different things like that. And I'm pretty approachable. And, you know, I don't I, I, I don't like to talk down to people. I like to speak to people like, oh, this is, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you didn't know that? Okay, well, let me give you some resources where you can go, because I want people to feel like they can be comfortable to ask right. because we're representatives. Yeah. And I want people to be comfortable comfortable to ask and not feel, you know, like, you know, people looking down on them cuz people do have that and people have had bad experiences. Right. But like my inbox, people calling me like, "Yo, even down to what I was wearing at the Black Panther premiere, people were like, "You really go to Africa to get your fabric? <laughs> Next time you go, can you get me some?" Right. Sure. Right. Send right. me some, bring, give me some bread, I'll bring you some stuff back. Maybe right. if you get some measurements, maybe we can get something tailor-made for you. All the way up to somebody asked me, a good friend of mine I grew up with last week, he was just asking me all kind of stuff about the Cape Coast and the and the slave dungeons. And mm-hmm. then he was asking me, hey, yo, um, real quick, do people really be going to the ancestral realm? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> they do. And so he was real like, life. he was just real like, life. oh, shit. Really? Yeah. I was Real like, lie. you know, he didn't even understand that that wasn't even, mm-hmm. that's not fiction. Right. No, not at all. And I mean, that's okay because of the exposure thing. I was right. happy to let him know, sure, there's a whole rituals and process. That's the African science, man, that's allowed us to do all, allowed us to get this far. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I happen to be, you know, it's crazy because it started off with me just playing games. I was on Facebook, so I was just like, I'm going to watch Black Panther in Ghana. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't real at the time. Right. Like, when I posted that, I hadn't begun planning a movie premiere. I ain't even had no connections in that arena. That's the crazy thing. And then when I went to Ghana, I got introduced to the manager of Global Cinema. And then I was like, yo, are y'all showing Black Panther? She's like, well, we could. And I'm like, you need to. So then... My homegirl, her and her family owns this restaurant in Ghana called Chicks and Ribs. They got one at ANC Mall and one in Osu. Um, I think the Osu spot just shut down because they moved to a bigger spot in ANC Mall. Um, 
you know, so whenever we get, whenever we all get together, we go to Chicks and Ribs. That's just kind of what we do when, when we there in Ghana. A crew of folks that um that I hooked up with that all live in Ghana. So okay. it's just like, you know, but I don't really do business with any of these people except one of my sisters. It's just my crew. Okay, if I'm there on a Friday and we all going to hang out, that's who I'm hanging with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just good people, good time, good vibes. So we were talking about this at Chicks and Ribs. Like, yeah, we should do this premiere. Woo, 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 woo. It was like, okay. And then it came to life. We started working on it. So then we wind up doing the VIP um, Black Panther premiere where we had a number of celebrities, Ghanaian actors, Amake, Abribrise, Mene um, Donkor. We had um, Ruth Kwashi, Miss Ghana Universe for 2018, 2017, 2016. You know what I mean? We had a lot of good folks come through. And then we just, and then we, we promoted it really heavily through targeted Instagram ads and then mm-hmm. on the ground. So as people started seeing more about, about Black Panther in the movies, they knew it was happening. So me, I'm kind of managing it from here with my partner Khalid on the ground over there. So it was for me, it was even just different doing business that way because I, I couldn't be there, so I had to trust somebody, number one. I had to boop, boop, boop. But then, man, when I touched ground and I seen what the buzz was, mm-hmm. every movie theater in Ghana had it popping. Like, every movie theater in Ghana was crazy for the first couple of weeks it came out. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So it just let me see also that there were a lot of people in the world who were interested, and, and it meant something to them, especially yeah. on the continent. And it was so. beautiful. I saw the footage. It's a YouTube video, right? Is that a YouTube Yeah, video? I got a YouTube video. If you go to the Adinkra Group YouTube page, there's a 20-minute video mm-hmm. that because we, we basically had a camera crew come out to shoot the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So if you watch it, you're going to see the interviews with the different people. You know, we just kind of go through. You've seen how we had everything set up. It was beautiful. Everybody was, listen. Everybody was, excuse my French. Everybody was fly as fuck, man. Everybody was looking good. Bing bong. (laughs) 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 They had their attire on. Everybody's looking good, beautiful. The vibe was good. I would have wished I was there. Um, I would have been excited to go and see that, but it was just wonderful. And it was was the week before Back to Africa. It was. The crazy thing was, is. I was able to get them to show our promotional clip for Back to oh, Africa nice. at the movie theater. So nice. they had it in there running for a little while. So that was pretty yeah. dope, too. That Very dope. dope too. And, and BYB, he brought, listen, you know, brother is, you know, he's he, he came up in D.C. Um, you're born in Trenton, though. Right? Trenton, New Jersey. Born man, in I'm Trenton. a Trentonian. Trenton makes the world takes. Yes. I mean, shout out to West Trenton, North Trenton, East See Trenton, there? South Trenton. Shout it out, baby. Shout it out. Makes the world takes. Born in Trenton, came to DC, and been in DC since. You know what I mean? In DC, I'm an uptown dude. So, listen, uptown, uptown live. BYB, uptown forever. DC dude, (laughs) he brought it. You know, DC dude gonna bring a go-go band to Africa. Yeah, you know what I mean? Listen, man, y'all, there's a lot of y'all down there in Florida and other places because I know y'all tune in from all around the world. Yeah. Man, when you come to D.C., holler at me so I can take you to the Go-Go. Because you can listen to Go-Go on tape or whatever, mm-hmm. but you're not going to get that real live Go-Go experience unless you're there live. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? T.T. going to tell y'all. Yeah. Because she was there with us at Cape Coast, mm-hmm. Labadi Beach. The whole, she came through the whole spot. She wasn't playing even. She, when she told me she was coming, she wasn't playing. Deposits was like, bing. I mean, I was like, oh, T.T. ain't playing. <laughs> She ain't playing. She got and her seat secure. If I say I'm going to go, I go. <laughs> Listen, we in the slave dungeons, right? Very emotional day for the group. Slave dungeons. 
we're going yes. in. We're we're going where the men were held. We're going where the women were held. You know, yes. we're 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 praying for the, the ancestors that were there. We're leaving candles. Yes. Very somber energy. Man, we walk out the damn dungeon. It's lights getting set up. Chairs getting set up. A stage. I'm like, it's whole sound stage going. It's a big crane holding because they're documenting. That's the jib. That's the jib. We had Yo. the jib set up because we we filmed the documentary. We filmed so. the documentary. We so, come out and it's a whole thing set up. I'm like, oh, this brother ain't fucking around. <laughs> he ain't fucking around. It's a At whole. It, yo, we ain't playing no games, man. Listen, right where our ancestors were were left out, and and you said this in the very beginning of the show that your purpose was, you know, the energy of this place. It has a certain, you know, resonance and vibration. Mm-hmm. He's like, part of what I'm trying to do with this is begin the process of changing the resonance of the place, changing yeah. the vibration. Flip that around because it's like, yeah. okay, we know. So for me, it's kind of like, you know what I mean? It's like, look, we took your best shot. You know what I mean? Okay, so Europeans, conquistadors, colonizers, whoever you are, okay, boom. Y'all took us from Africa. Y'all enslaved us. Y'all shipped us over here, Right. Okay, we took that hit. We took that hit. Y'all got doors of no returns that say we was never going to come back. Or at least if we was going to come back, we, you know, we wasn't going to come back strong. But y'all ain't really think we was ever going to come back. So for me, it was just like coming through the door of no return is like not only are we back, but we back with backyard. And if you know anything about Go Go DC, the band, and that feeling that you get, it's like we took high-level crankage, but we also just took the spirit of the people back. So when we talk about reversing that feeling, it's like, okay, we get it, this, that this is what happened to us, right? And I'm not saying forget about it. I'm mm-hmm. not saying none of that. That's definitely not who I am. But I'm also saying what are the different ways that we can turn that around and use it to empower us? So let's celebrate our resilience now, you know what I mean? We still acknowledge the fact that slavery was a fucked up thing and it did a lot of fucked up stuff to us that's still resonating now, but at least in that particular space, we were able to celebrate on behalf of our ancestors, and we were able to do something there right on the grounds, right above the male slave dungeons, had backyard play, and everybody partied and enjoyed themselves in peace and unity and good time as a way of just celebrating our birthright. Mm. And, yo, the energy was crazy, man. Like, I'm still buzzing. This is like a month ago. It was, I was, you know, people was like, how was it? I'm like... I can't even really explain to you. Just, so just say to yourself, take your favorite artist, favorite live band from your hometown, your favorite artist. Shout out to Tallahassee Nights Live. Hey, 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 Tallahassee Nights. I got to come out there for You got to come check Tallahassee Nights Live, I got to come yo. check Tallahassee, period. Yeah, though, come check it, man. Shout out to TNL, you know? man. I, that, <laughs> yo, you, y'all know Keith Rogers. Hey, you got, I got to connect you with this brother, Keith. Keith, y'all are like, y'all are both the mayors. Let's you know what I'm saying? Let's do it. Let's do it. The stuff Let's you do be it. doing here, he be doing down there. Do He's, I, I'm going to shoot down there. I'm going to come down there. You got to come check it out. I'm going back to Ghana so much, though. Right now, though, to be honest, I'm so biased. You're focused. Like, yeah. I'm focused. You're focused. Like, yo, huh. I got people. I was talking to my man last night, and, and um, his daughter graduated with the rights graduation. So, and he, I was, man, we was just kind of catching up. He's like, yeah, you know, he got an event company. He's done a couple of events, nights. And I was just like, he's like, I ain't seen you out. I said, bro, I, be, I don't be out. <laughs> like, and I tell people, like, listen, it's at the point right now. Because, you know, you get to this point where people's like, oh, so I can't talk to you directly no more. I got to talk to this person or that person. And it's just like, listen, aren't you the same person that told me to get some damn help? Now nah, I got some help. 
And you don't want to talk to the help. Like, yeah. So listen, you know, when you start to grow and things start to expand, you got to make that adjustment so that it can grow beyond you. You know what yeah. I mean? So you I tell put this people stuff like this, if you scale. want me to do something or if you want me to be somewhere, don't send it to me on Facebook, IG, and Twitter. Send it to my phone. Text me. Yo, D, what up? Call me. Yo, D, I'm having an event on Friday, and I want to see your face in the place. If I don't get that type of invite, then I ain't coming, mm -hmm. mainly because I got something else to do. Mm -hmm. But that type of invite lets me know you want me to be there for whatever reason, and I appreciate the fact mm -hmm. that you want my energy, so I'm going to make it a point to be there. Or if it's your birthday or something special. or right. But it's just like, but it's very difficult sometimes because when you got your eyes on the prize and you focused on what it is that you're doing, there are a whole bunch of things you're going to miss that you want to do, but when you got to choose between your life and the thing you're doing and something else, you're going to choose yourself. You know what I mean? You got to because I can't help you or support you as much as I need to if I ain't supporting myself. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I'm happy to have an understanding family, understanding friends, you know, and people who get it like, all right, we just might play spades every six months. <laughs> yeah. But D-Busy, he, he really doing some stuff to the point where – let me do this so in five years I can come back and be like, bro, come to Africa with me. I got you. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You my man. You been my man from, you know what I mean, when we used to smoke a quarter pound a weekend. So if you my man from back then and you know me from, like, back in the day day when life was crazy, let me work over these next five, seven years so I could call you and be like, bro, come to Africa, man. Just quit your job, whatever. We got something set up over here for you. You know what I mean? I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your patience. Mm -hmm. Let me get this work done. Now, come on. Let's do it. Because so, it's, it's, it's plenty of room for people to do what you're doing here that you, that you love to do and do it in Ghana. Oh, yeah. You can oh, do yeah. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Like, every, like, I've been on, you know, I'm a physical therapist by trade. Right. I've been already, I'm already, you know, sending emails to the Ghana Physical Therapy Association. Like, exactly. hey, what y'all doing? Exactly. You know, what? I found out there's a special, you know, I work at a pediatric facility for mm -hmm. children that have autism. Okay. And I found out there's a pediatric facility for children that have autism in Ghana. You know what I'm saying? Dope. Trying to make the connections for what, no, we got, for, yeah, for what yeah, I do. Yeah. So when you go there, you can visit. You can, exactly. I mean, it's a lot of opportunity it's to, a lot. To, to make some things happen. And what you find is it's fulfilling, too. You know, yeah. a lot of times here, I think we work and do this just to pay bills. Like, it's, it's just to pay bills. And there's nothing wrong with having your bills paid, but that's not a good reason to live. Nobody wants to live just to mm -hmm. pay bills. Nobody's living just to pay bills. Mm -hmm. So, you know, understanding what your why is, you know what I mean? I was mentioned earlier that, you know, when you find your why, everything else will fall in place. Like, I'll be telling people like this. They're like, man, we don't really get money together. And I say, okay, well, why? Let, get money for what? Mm-hmm. So you, if we're going to get money together, tell me why are we getting money together. Okay, because you need money to live. Got you. I could keep asking you why to get to that reason. I ain't really trying to get money just to get money. You know what I mean? That's what I want people to understand. I need to get money so that I can help people, I can help myself, and I can help solve problems. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I want to solve problems for African people because then we can unleash our genius. You know, if you're constantly worried about survival, eating, this, that, and the third, you can't unleash your genius if you're trying to survive. You got to be, you got to be a few steps above survival. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can't, get to, you can't get to unleashing your genius until you thrive. And once you start thriving, meaning you ain't worried about 
you know, your basic needs. Now you can thrive. And now your mind can begin to work in a way that you didn't, you're not used to it working because you're not thinking about mm-hmm. whether or not you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so your mind is free enough to be like, damn, mm-hmm. well, if we did this and this and this, it might solve this problem. But you ain't going to think about that if, 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 if you can't figure out your own hunger problem. So, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, I'm blessed to find my purpose, man. And that's, 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 it's just, it's been amazing since I realized that, wow. Like I was just talking in a session that I went to grad school for public administration. Mm-hmm. And I've never really used my public administration degree specifically. You know what I mean? Public administration is the management of governments, municipalities, cities, et cetera. And when you study public administration, where you live, for anybody that's in grad school or undergrad, a lot of people don't know, for most of my professional career, I've been a college access professional as well. So I get and I understand that whole process, the whole educational trajectory, the pipeline from K through 16, as well as beyond that. So <clears throat> when you study public administration, you live at the intersection of business, government, and nonprofits, right? And if you think about the way any world operates, Everybody's at that intersection. You got mm-hmm. nonprofits that interact with businesses, that mm-hmm. interact with governments, et cetera. And they each have a different bottom line. The government's bottom line is normally the people and the services. Nonprofits is always kind of the services, and then businesses is the dollar. So where all of those meet, you got to figure out a way for something to happen. And I really wasn't clear on why I studied that and why I even took to that because I was good in it, you know what I mean? And people thought I was going to go work for the Department of Homeland Security or just to use my analytical skills and my, my, my mind power for, for that, but I, I wasn't interested. And now I know it's to rebuild Africa and it's to communicate with African people here to get them to come to Africa. So it's a whole lot of bing bonging all over but, West Africa. But, you know what I mean? But, More fire. You know what fire. I mean? So, so it's like, listen, it's, and it's, you know what, and it's high time. It's high time for black people to get beyond the Africa dirty thing. Like, yeah. Africa can't be a dirty word for us no more. Like, right. like it's 2018. Come on, it's Wi-Fi. Like, yeah. come on, y'all. Like, you can't, Africa can't be a dirty word when you got Wi-Fi. It's like, it, we can't be afraid to travel there. It, it can't be it's too far, it's too hot. It's 2018. You know what I mean? So, it's time for us to reach out, reach beyond. And let me just say, I'm focused on Ghana. That's just where I'm at. That's where I've set my place. Ghana chose me, I chose Ghana. You got Senegal. Yeah. You got Kenya. I got some partners who are doing some work in doing Kenya. Doing the thing in I Kenya. I got people doing yeah. some stuff in Namibia, people going back and forth to Kenya, Egypt, people going back and forth to Cameroon, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So it's like, choose your country. Our thing is, all African Americans owe, owe it to themselves to get there. Choose your country and go. Yeah. Engage with the people there and then go often. Go again. Go as much as you can. If you can go once every two years, go. And see what that begins to do for your spirit. See how it wakens up this thing that's inside of you that you will find is missing inside of Africans on the continent, right? Yeah. Because I'm going to say something that might sound crazy. But Africans on the continent, they don't have the benefit of having to have gone through enslavement. Now, why am I saying benefit? Because it did something to us. Right in my generation, it did something to me because my ancestors went through that. Yeah, I'm unfucking stoppable now. Yeah. Right, and if you didn't go through that, you ain't hit your bottom, you ain't hit that wall, you ain't hit that rock. But now that I know, now that I know, and I'm really clear, yeah, what my ancestors been through, 
I'm able to convert that to a benefit for myself because I'm like, shit, you can't fucking, you can't stop me. It tempered us in yeah. a very special yeah. way. Yeah. And I had a conversation and I recorded it and I'm trying to find a way to weave it into the shows. During the, the show at Labati Beach, I uh -huh. was up on the roof. I met this I met this young cat, young Fulani cat from Mali. Okay. And he was out visiting the Ghana. He was just chilling, smoking his little cigar, having a drink. We was vibing for like three right, hours. Right. I set up the camera and literally I recorded everything three his hours, brother that, said. It took longer than three hours for us to get that damn stage. Exactly. Set up so while we was waiting, this cat was going off about everything and everything he said was golden. But one of the biggest things, because we were, I was talking about, I was asking right. him about Black Panther, okay, about how how it impacted him mm -hmm, as a mm -hmm. as a young man, and he was just like he was like, let me tell y'all something. He said, African Americans, I want you to listen to me. He said, we look up to y'all. Yeah, everything you want to do, everything y'all want to do, we want to do it. If y'all tell us to go uh, take Molly's and, and, and sip lean, we're going to take Molly's and sip lean. If y'all tell us to get our shit together, develop Africa, you know, support each other, mm -hmm. we're going to want to mm -hmm. develop mm -hmm. Africa, get our shit together, and support each other. Right. So he's like, a lot of people won't admit this, particularly the elders are not going to admit this, but the younger people they're in Africa, they're looking to us oh, yeah. to be oh, able yeah. to, to, to do stuff. And he was just so candid about it. And he was just like... Clear. He, he it was clear. Very clear. Very clear. And he was just like, <clears throat> you know, y'all are the ones that have a lot of the resources to the problems we have. He's like, me, my people, you know, my family were gold traders. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying? France is coming in and doing all kind of stuff. We don't even have the ability to make the money off of the gold, and this is our shit. Yep. We don't even know how to temper that type of energy, but we feel like y'all do because y'all are the ones that are out here exposing how the, how the police is planting stuff on you. You're exposing how yep. drugs are yep. brought into the com community. Yep. We don't have the resources or the know-how to expose that France is pushing all of the people out of the country so they can get to the uranium reserves. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like It was a very, very interesting conversation. So I'm saying all of that to say that this brother is setting a really good example of how to engage your core. Engage your core. Engage your community. Engage your people. Engage your destiny. So that right. you can be able to do, you know, the work that's required of you. How it looked for Brother Diallo, it's not going to look like that for you. This right. is just how it's working it's for, going, it's for, going, it's going to look different for Brother for Diallo. Somebody once else, you engage, yeah. you'll see. Mm -hmm. The one thing that looks the same across the board is the passion, yep. right? So yep. you get in a room full of passionate people. You're going to have a whole bunch of different topics. Yeah. A whole bunch of different subjects. You're even going to have varying levels of intensity. But... The thing that's going to be common is everybody going to be extremely passionate about mm -hmm. what it is that they do, what it is that they're promoting, what it is that they're involved in, because, I mean, that's what it is. And for me, it's like, yo, keep it hip-hop. Like, you know, being a traditionalist as well is kind of interesting. When you're a traditionalist, mm -hmm. you're involved in traditional African systems, and you're from the hip-hop generation, because it's just like, yo, you know, uh you know, I want to sign this deal or I want to do certain things with a white T-shirt on or my cap on backwards. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I want to make sure that we're able to keep the idea of the hip-hop generation alive and so that we're not just, um, you know, we are also keeping it true to who we are. You know what I mean? So that we're keeping it true to the hip-hop generation and um, 
our music, our culture, what that means, because a lot of times that's our swag. You know what I mean? A Absolutely. lot of times that's our, that's the thing that they follow. And so you could be walking down the street in Ghana and just, you know, for you, you know, you kind of basic or whatever you're yeah. doing. You just, whoop. And then you just people like, yo, I like your style, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or the way you talk and move, you start to see other people talking and moving that way. Right. And it's like, yo, we, we, we have an opportunity to really do something major. We are. You know we I mean? representatives, yo. We representatives. People so, was feeling, shout out to uh, Mizizi, my people that make the, the African sports streetwear. I had my Ghana Mizizi jersey on. Word. And uh, I was in Ghana. That's how I ended up having a conversation with the Fulani brother because I had the, the Ghana baseball thing on it. It has the Jinyame on the back. Okay. It has, like, Kente. It's really nice. And the brother was like, hey, yo, that shit fly, man. Where you get that from? I was like, yo, it's an African-American company. They make street apparel with sports stuff. Like, they have, like, mm-hmm. I just got this Senegalese hockey uh, jersey. This shit is fresh, man. Damn. It's you know what I'm saying? The right. Zimbabwe hockey jersey is like sold out. It's so fresh, but That's like crazy. we we making we're making some stuff happen. That may be what the the, the brothers that own that that may be their avenue right. into right. Right. into how they're gonna build up Africa. Some people may come from an agricultural slant. Yep. Some people are coming business. You know, and so find out what it is that you want to do. Because me and Brother Diallo could probably talk about this all day. Oh, oh, all day. All day long. And it's and it's all types of industries. So it's like it's like when you think about. So I, I'm gonna use this as an example. You know, uh, I was talking to my daughter about her college list because she's a, she's a, she's finishing her junior year. She's going into her senior year. And I'm like, don't think about what college you want to go to. Think about what you want to study. And if you don't know what you want to study, don't think about what you want to study. Think about what you want to do. You don't know what you want to do. Think about what you enjoy doing. Let's back. Okay. I enjoy doing this. And once you tell me what you enjoy doing, we can break that down into majors, careers, opportunities, colleges, schools, right? Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing that, you de- that, that what we're dealing with, with our own passion and what we start talking about with Africa. If you, number one, start off with the fact that you love black people and you're passionate about black people, well, what does that mean? If you're in, if you're already in the travel industry, the transportation industry, the electric engineering industry, the construction industry, all of these things, because Africa needs to be developed, and it's at the beginning, it's on the cusp of that next phase of development, you can use all of your skills Mm -hmm. to help do something dope for the people, Mm -hmm. for whichever country you choose. You can begin to help build wealth and global experience, which is kind of invaluable. You can't really talk about the value of traveling to different countries and what that does mm-hmm. for you. You know what I mean? So you can begin to do all of those different things, and you're going to be happier for it because, I mean, if you love black people, you love our swag, you love how we are, you know, imagine what it's like in Africa. And, you know, and who wants to be in a room full of people that's not black? I mean, I can <laughs> live like that, but why? Yeah. I mean, I I don't understand y'all jokes all the time. I don't know what y'all talking about. We eat different food. We we got different things that's important to us. We just you know. And I'm not saying that. I'm 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 big on the whole world. I love everybody, almost. But man, I'm about black people. Like, let us get our black people together first. You know yeah. what I mean? And then we can figure out how we're gonna boop 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 and deal with other people. So it's like, you know, I'm for all black people and. Let me just say this, too, before we end. In order for this to happen, and what this also does for us is 
it helps us to want to treat each other better. Yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. Because no, no matter what's happening or what we're doing, traveling, if everybody treating each other like shit, it don't matter whether you're in Ghana, mm-hmm. the U.S., nobody going to want to go. So, but it's also easier, you got less stress on your mind and everything when your bills are lower, when you ain't got no bills, the ocean right there, it ain't cold as shit, the weather's nice, you know what I mean? It's a whole bunch of other things, man, a whole bunch of other things. Food is beautiful. You know what I mean? And then brothers, man, if you feel like you can't find a sister here mm-hmm. to get married, shit, Ghana, it's more ass per capita. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then, then you going, <laughs> can I say that on TT yeah, Talk? Yeah, yeah, you can it's say it. It's more ass per real. capita. Then you, going, then you going, and sister, same for you. Yes. Bunch of cock diesel, handsome brothers walking Listen, around. Listen, you know ladies, I mean? they, ladies. They almost lost themselves. Ladies, <laughs> ladies, I need you to listen very, 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 very intently to me. Get your ass over there and see what they talking about. And we're going to leave it at that because, you know. We're going to leave it right there. Because, you know, right we, got, we a mixed company, ladies. We're going to yeah, keep it ladylike. Yeah, yeah. But y'all already know what I'm talking about. Get your shit together. Come over here if, you ever, if you're a little frustrated. You know what I'm saying? Change the scenery a little bit. Brothers, mm-hmm. if you're a little frustrated, change your scenery a little you know bit. I mean? And go see what the dating Let's life, the dating, dating culture is. I know a lot of people that done scooped somebody on the motherland. Yeah. And people from the motherland. Or been scooped. Or, exactly. Ain't or, coming back. Like, girl, I thought you were just going over there for two weeks. Girl, I done met man Dingo. I ain't listen. <laughs> I ain't never coming back. It's real in the field. It's a reason. It's a reason I got that uh, multi-visit visa. <laughs> I got my multi-visit visa for a reason. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. um, yeah, man, brother Diallo, thank you so much for coming on TT Talk. Yo, Talk I, your anytime, shit. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? I'm, I appreciate that people want to listen. So you know what I mean? I talk a whole much, a whole lot. But I appreciate when people want to listen, people want to support, um, you know, people appreciate what I do. So, you know, and that's what family is about. That's what community is about. Absolutely. I mean, since we met, we've always kind of had a certain vibe between you and I mm-hmm. anyway, just mm-hmm. real official, real upfront, real clear. You know what I mean? So I, I just sure. I appreciate it. You know? And I'm constantly inspired. You know, there's a lot of bad, you know, PR. brothers got bad PR. Brothers got bad PR, you know what I'm saying? And I'm one of them people who, yeah, I absolutely have a lot of critique on brothers, but what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to critique to the point where I cannot celebrate when brothers are out here really doing the things that make our communities and societies better. I'm, 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 I may be the first critical person, but I will definitely be the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth cheerleader. And, and and shake my pom poms for all of the brothers who are you just been, being good fathers, who are being good husbands, who are being good community members, who are you know have good character and integrity, who are honest, who are real, and who really, 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 really give a shit about right. us. And right. so I always will be the, the the first cheerleader for that. Now I talk a little shit sometimes, but that's just because I love <laughs> I love my to. brothers. We got to. And y'all can talk a little shit about the women because we got some shit and that we, we got to get together too, <laughs> and that's cool. Because we really need to, you know, everybody needs to get the egos together because what we really do is we really need to start working together more and being a little bit more supportive of what a lot of our efforts are doing, which is kind of like what I'm trying to do with this platform is people who I know who are doing really cool things and amazing things, I want to make sure that people are knowing about what they're doing because the the loudest people in the room Mm -hmm. are generally the ones who are doing the least amount of work. Yep. are generally the ones who are not really doing the people who be all on YouTube videos talking loud and, you know, this, that, and the other. They're not the ones cleaning the toilets at the uh-huh. African Center schools. Uh-huh. They're not the ones, you know what I'm saying? I was um, 
you know, talking to Brother Baye, trying to, you know, help kids go on the black college tours. Right. Right. And, you know, and shout out to uh, the Garvey School and, and Brother Baye and his wife, Sister Makeda. Um, from Trenton, from New Trenton, Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> shout out to them. And um, I, I know it's, what's today's date? It's April 8th. It's Sunday. They're trying to take some kids on a college tour. So um, you can do a donation to the Garvey School. I think it's Make the Garvey donation. School at AOL.com. Yeah. I believe that's it. Yeah, shoot some money that way. Even if it's past the, the, the date, shoot some money that way. These people out here working hard for the community. What's y'all, what's y'all Gmail? Uh, what's y'all PayPal? For for the Adinker group. For the Adinker group. The Adinker group. You could definitely see that. The Adinker group. Just shoot some money that way. You can be fit about some bullshit anyway. Yeah. Shoot it for some people that out here really, 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 really doing things and maybe they just you know what I'm saying, they don't have time to be all out with the It's definitely gonna go to a good cause. Yes. Everything we're doing is a good call. Send it that way. <laughs> you put 10% in the church pile, throw a little That's coins right. their way. I guarantee. We take tithes. You know, you want to <laughs> sign up. We can do monthly deduction tithes. We don't we discriminate. <laughs> we don't discriminate. But, Brother Diallo, thank you so much. I'm thank glad. You. I'm glad to have talked to you. I, people, I hope y'all were inspired. I hope y'all really got a inf- lot of information. Follow this guy. Hashtag engage your core. See what, all the beautiful things that he's doing. Find me. Hashtag TT Talks. Not Titty Talks. We had a mix-up. <laughs> this is my exit. This is my point of exit because now you're about to let me show my other side. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going to talk about no talking titties on TT Talks. We're just going to talk. It's TT Talks, y'all. It's, it's not about talking titties. TT. So. Now, we can do a TT Talks after dark and do a titty talk. Hey. But this here is for this, hey. this here. We daytime. This is for the cheering. <laughs> Wu-Tang is for the cheering. So, yes, thank y'all for tuning in. Catch me next time. You know I'm going to keep talking my shit on TT Talks. Brother Diallo, thank you so much. And uh, blessings on everything that you do. Go ahead and end it off with your shit. Bing bong. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I hope you had another dose of TT Talks edutainment. Uh, I'm asking that you please continue to listen. Please continue to support. Subscribe if you haven't. Uh, Share this with your family and friends. Look me up on social media. Hashtag TT Talks. T-I-T-I-T-A-L-K-S. You can find me on IG at uh, Nostalgic. N-O-S-T-A-L-J-I-Q. You can find me on Facebook. I have a TT Talks page. And you can also find me on Twitter at Dondara Queen. That's D-A-N-D-A-R-A Queen. Can't wait to see y'all out in the interwebs. Holla at me. Keep supporting. Keep bumping. TT Talks. Peace. <laughs>